Hi, this is Dr. Gwen Morse. It is uh, May 3rd, and the first study I'm going to talk about is something I experience, um, and I think it has to do with part of our aging bodies, but it's called the study that assesses the severity of overactive bladder and nocturia in middle-aged American women, and I like this one because it was actually um, in a nursing journal called Urologic Nursing. And since that research by the National Association for Continence, that's NAFC, about nocturia in middle-aged American women appears in the current issue of Urologic Nursing, the official journal of the Society of Urologic Nurses and Associates. And the purpose of the research was to assess the severity of overactive bladder and nocturia in middle-aged American women, their attitudes about seeking treatment, and the impact of symptoms of overactive bladder, um, including nocturia on quality of life. The American Urological Association defines nocturia as the need to urinate at least twice during the night. I know that happens to me. This definition was used by NAFC in this study to analyze the impact of nocturia. On behalf of NAFC, Kelton Research, a California-based consumer research and marketing service, services firm, administered online interviews between March 18th and March 31st, 2009 with 1,111 women. And a control group was comprised of 500 female non-overactive bladder sufferers ages 40 to 65. The remaining 611 women with symptoms of overactive bladder were divided into three categories, women who have never been treated, women who were currently undergoing treatment, and women who stopped their treatment. Based on the study, 63% of the nationally represented American women in the control group reported that not getting enough sleep disrupts their sense of normalcy. Well, duh. And the results of the study illustrate how nocturia impacts quality of life and could be a fact for, factor for disrupting a person's sense of normalcy. And they found that nearly half of women with overactive bladder report that they experienced nocturia with one to five experiencing severe nocturia, which is going to the bathroom four or more times per night. And respondents with nocturia were more likely to report suffering from depression than those self-reporting overactive bladders but without nocturia. And these results suggest that nocturia significantly impacts a woman's quality of life. Women with overactive bladder, including nocturia, are, more, are no more likely to seek treatment for their symptoms than women without nocturia and those who've gotten treatment have not had positive experiences. And they said that from these findings, they recommend that primary care providers address overactive bladder and nocturia during regular visits with patients and that specialty physicians should make extra effort to make patients aware of all treatment options and keep them engaged in their treatment. I cannot concur with that more. I found myself, even when I saw the title, that I never even thought about it. It just kind of seemed this was the normal you know, event that I should get up and pee a couple times during the night. So... Um, I never really thought about, you know, discussing this with my physician. So I think that is important that we at least look at that and the Im potential impact on quality of life. And the next report is called Sea Salt Just as Salty and Limit the Wine, the American Heart Association says. Uh, most Americans erroneously believe that sea salt is a low-sodium alternative to table salt, according to an American Heart Association survey. And among 1,000 Americans surveyed, 61% thought sea salt was the healthier choice, and less than a quarter knew that the daily recommendation for sodium intake maxes out at 1,500 milligrams. Nor did they know 
that there were recommended limits on wine drinking, even though 76% thought indulging in the drink was heart healthy. Isn't that interesting? So <laughs> we kind of misinterpret things a bit. The findings come from a survey conducted last month by the American Heart Association in conjunction, in conjunction with Sinovate that was comprised of six closed-end questions about high blood pressure awareness. It included a total of 1,000 interviews among adults 18 and up. Although questions about wine consumption were limited to those of drinking age, the American Heart Association announced the results in a press release and provided a short summary containing the questions and the response data. In the survey, they found that 46% of people incorrectly believe that the salt they sprinkle on their dinner is the primary source of sodium in the American diet. Rather, up to 75% of our salt comes from processed foods such as tomato sauce, soups, condiments, canned foods, and prepared mixes. And just 24% of the survey knew that sodium intake should max out at 1,500 milligrams per day, so start counting, because of excessive sodium can lead to high blood pressure as well as an increased risk of heart disease and stroke. Respondents also were unaware of the American Heart Association's recommended limitations on wine. Although 75% agreed with the statement that wine is good for the heart, only 30% got the right answer when it came to the organization's recommended limits on intake. There's no more, that's no more than two drinks per day for men and only one for women, which translates to eight ounces and four ounces. So measure, uh, don't use the big wine glasses um, or don't fill it all the way. Think of four ounces. A third of respondents did not know about the limits at all and another third grossly overestimated them. The survey shows that we need to do a better job of educating people about the heart health risks of overconsumption of wine, especially its uh, possible role in increasing blood pressure. In fact, just 59% of those surveyed reported knowing their actual blood pressure reading, although when limited solely to those with hypertension, 80% were aware of their numbers. So that's all I have to, for today. I am really trying to make these a little shorter, um, but I, you know, the main thing is start watching your sodium, talk to your doctor if you're peeing more than twice a night, and um, I wish you well. Take good care and have a wonderful day. This is Dr. Gwen.